Welcome to the Christian Worship Center podcast. We pray that this message encourages you and inspires you. Visit us online at www.cwcsj.org for service times and directions. Uh, I want to talk to you this morning about the reason for uh, limitation. And, um, you know, life is, life is lived on, on levels. It's lived on stages. And a lot of times we can um, feel like we're stuck on the same level. You, you ever play video games when you were little? You know, I was a big gamer. And sometimes you get stuck on the same level. You are not progressing anymore. And life is a lot like that where you, you sometimes are, are stuck on the same level. You, you are not progressing anymore. You are, you, are, uh, you, you are limited by something in your life. And a lot of times we can feel like what's limiting our lives is the devil. And we, we seem to blame him a whole lot for everything, but he's not really the reason for the limitations in our life. A lot of times we can blame somebody else. We can, we can blame uh, our, our past or, or people that have hurt us or, or things that have happened. But, but the, the, the reality is a lot of times the limitation isn't because of anybody else. It's not because of the enemy. It's because of ourselves. So we're going to take a look at some scriptures this morning. If you would stand with me, we're going to um, talk about the reason for limitation. Um, you know, let's do this, Stephen. Let's, let's go and skip over to, um, let's go to uh, Exodus 23, uh, 27. Kind of skip through some of this. And uh, what's happening here is, is God is talking to the children of Israel. They just left Egypt. And he's, he's giving them their, their game plan, telling them about what he's going to do in their life. Uh, he wants to take them to the promised land. The problem is there's, there's inhabitants in the land. He's got to evict the, the inhabitants. He's got to remove the obstacles. And 27 says, I will send my terror ahead of you and throw into confusion all people among whom you come. And I will make all your enemies turn their backs to you. Verse 28, I will send hornets ahead of you so that they will drive out the Hevites, the Canaanites, and the Hittites before you. I want to... I will not drive them out before you in a single year that the land may not become desolate and the beasts of the field become too numerous for you. I will drive them out before you little by little until you become fruitful and take possession of the land. Let's go and pray. Father, we just pray, God, for a a, a revelation, God, understanding. Take us to another level, God, not just in our heart, but in our minds, God, so that we can walk out of this place, not just touched, but changed. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, go and take your seats. We'll, we'll move through this quickly. So God reveals his plan and uh, the next step for the, the children of Israel uh, after they leave uh, Egypt. And the plan of God wasn't for them just to leave slavery, wasn't just for them to, to, to leave uh, Egypt and leave bondage. But the, the plan of God was that they would go into a land that he had prepared for them and they would dominate there. And we're going to stick on this theme of, of dominate. That's our theme for this year. <coughs> but God makes an a, a interesting promise to them because he, he talks about all the things that he's going to do for them, the land, the, the, this whole thing is good. It's, he's, he's about to upgrade their lives. Anybody like upgrades in life? I, I like upgrades, right? I love upgrades, you know, and I had an upgraded vacation. That's the first time I ever had all-inclusive, you know, on a vacation. I told Pastor Dan, that's the most, this is the most luxurious vacation I've ever had, you know, because, you know, we go on vacation, we eat cheap, you know, we, we try to manage, you know, the money. And, and not that we were wasting money, because that's why we had quotas. You know, I had to keep everybody accountable for that, you know. But uh, I, I told Pastor Dan, this is, a big, this is a big burden for me to carry, you know, and I, I'm never going to do this again. 
But, you know, God was going to upgrade the lives of, of the, the, um, the children of Israel. And he, he tells them this. I'm going I'm to send hornets ahead of you. I'm going to send terror. I'm going to drive out your enemies. All that stuff is good. And, and the, 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 the plan looks good. It sounds good. He's going to drive away their, their enemies. They're going to run away. They're going to be gone. They're going to inhabit the land. But then he says in verse 29, he says, I will not drive them out before you in a single year. So God pumps them up. They're all excited about this, this plan, this all-inclusive, because this is, this is all-inclusive in the promised land. The Bible says that it was a land flowing with milk and honey. That's all-inclusive in, in my, my book, you know. So this is a great plan. But God says, you know, I'm, 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 going, I'm not going to do this thing right away. It's not going to happen in a single year. And what God was doing is he was limiting the blessing. He was limiting the promise in their life. And we have to find out why. We have to understand this. Because a lot of times we want to get somewhere with God, but we find it God limiting and holding back the promises of God in our lives. How many of you know what I'm talking about? You want to get somewhere. You want to do something. You want to see something unfold in your life. The problem is it seems like God is taking too long for it to happen. The children of Israel leave Egypt in one day. Um, they, in one day they go from being slaves to free people. But now God is saying he's going to take them into this land, but it's going to be a process. Now, here's why. He says in, in 23, 29, he says, I will not drive them out before you in a single year that the land may not be become desolate and the beast of the field become too numerous for you. So what limited the promise of God wasn't God. What limited the promise of God was them. Because they were not in a place where they were ready to maintain the blessing of God. Because if God cleared out all their enemies, the the promised land, the, the land of Canaan was so vast and it was so huge. And there was not enough... Israelites to inhabit the whole land. So if God was to clear out all the the enemies and all the inhabitants of the land, what would happen is that nature would take over the land. There would be nobody to cultivate the the, the ground. The weeds would grow. The bush would grow. And with all this stuff happening, all these things growing wild, the wild beasts, the wild animals would take over the land. And then it would become a threat to the children of Israel. Why, what is the principle here? This, this is all about management. They, they did not have the ability to manage the promise. You cannot receive what you cannot manage. And say, so we, we want all these things in life. I want good things. I want good things for, for my family. I want good things for my life. I want good things for this church. But we have to understand that God will not allow increase where there is no management. It doesn't matter how many times you declare over your life, blessing over your life. It doesn't matter how, if, if you, you tattoo scriptures on your body, your forehead, and you're speaking in tongues, and you're, you're doing all that stuff, and, and you can even be fasting. But the reality is, is that God will not allow increase where there is no management. And we love, we love supernatural stuff in the church. Supernatural people, we should be. 
But what's happening in life is we, we are so supernatural, we don't know how to dominate the natural things. We don't understand what it takes to be a good manager. And the promise of God was, was upon their life, but they had no ability to manage it. We are just like those, we are just like the children of Israel because we've got vision, but we have no ability to manage it. We have dreams, but we've got no ability to manage it. We've got goals, but we have no ability to manage it. And if we want to get to a place of increase, with God. We've got to start working on our management ability. Most of the things that limit your life aren't the devil. No, you want to blame him for everything. Blame your boss. You know, the government, Obama, Republicans, Democrats. Blame everybody else. But somebody else is not the reason for your limitation. And the enemy's already been defeated, so he's, he's, not, he's not the problem for your limitation. The inhabitants of the land weren't the problem for God. He's saying, I'm not going to get rid of them in a single year. That means that he, if he wanted to, he could do it in a single year. There's some things that God can do in your life, and it can, it can happen immediately. Some of you know the power of God. You've been delivered from drugs, and it happened immediately. Some of you knew what it was to, to be healed by God, where God healed your life, and it happened immediately. But there are some things in life that God does not do immediately that happen through process. Some things don't happen. And God doesn't release some things because there's a lack of management ability in our life. So whatever you currently have is based on God's assessment of your ability to manage. Did you hear that? Don't let that offend you, okay? Whatever you currently have is based on God's assessment of your ability to manage. My son keeps asking me for all kinds of stuff. Nathan, my, my uh, you know, youngest was, my wife's telling me, he's five. I know how old he is. <laughs> I just want to say my youngest, you know. <laughs> that boy was asking me for $50 when we were in Mexico. You know? <laughs> like, dude, you can't even count $50. You know, I know you can count to 50 but he, he doesn't... He, and as much as I love the boy, because I do, I know that he would mishandle $50. He probably wouldn't even be able to hold it in his pocket for the whole day. You know, he found $5. I took it from him, found it at the airport, took that from him, you know, because he's, he doesn't know what to do with it, but I do. So, I, I, you know, I, I'm just holding it for him. Now, I tipped one of the guys at the hotel with it, so I owe him five bucks, but, you know. But wherever you are right now, is God has assessed your life. And he's released what you have the ability to manage. You look in 2 Kings 4. We, we read, I'm not going to read the scripture, but 2 Kings 4, you remember the widow and the oil? God is going to multiply oil in her life. All she had to do was to get jars, and she needed to, to get containers so that she could contain the oil. And as long as there was containers, as long as there was jars to fill, then the oil kept pouring out. But the Bible says that the oil stopped. And the oil stopped flowing. The supernatural oil, the, the supernatural miracle and provision vision of God stopped when there was no more ability on her part to manage it. 
And we, 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 we wonder why God has stopped blessing or doing certain things in our lives. We wonder why God has stopped um, providing certain things in our life and why God isn't taking us to new levels. But we, we, we seem to, to fail to look and evaluate at our ability to manage the blessing. You know, I, my wife was off of work for a couple of years, lost her job. Uh, and she was a good, good employee. It wasn't because great employee, the economy, you know. But it went through a rough time where, you know, we, we um, was having a hard time making ends meet. And um, I needed to figure out how to manage my resources to be able to deal with the crisis. I was praying for, for, more, for uh, more resources, for God to give us more income, get a raise, you know, but, you know, <laughs> just kidding. But, you know, those, those things, <laughs> messing with you, man. I work for, for this church, if you didn't know. But. <laughs> That's my boss right there, sitting there with the front row. <laughs> but, you know, we're, we're going through this tough time. And I, I need to, you know, sometimes we pray for, for jobs, we pray for money, and what God gives us is ideas. And I had to learn how to manage those ideas. And there was ideas that, that God gave me to, to, to make money. But then I would be like, nah, that's not going to work out. So I didn't do it. Well, it gets to the point where, man, like, man, I got to feed these, these kids, you know, and I, I need to figure out, you know. So I, I started to assess what my abilities were outside of what I do here. I know I could create websites. I, I know I can do graphic design. I do video editing, video production. I could do all that stuff. So I, I decided to, to figure out a way to manage my abilities and the ideas and turn it into money. You see, sometimes God won't just give you a promotion. But there's ideas and there's, there's seeds of greatness. There's ideas that God has planted in you. And if you manage those things right, if you manage those things right, that's your opportunity to get to the next level. And see, we get these ideas from God and God is, is telling you, giving you direction of, of what to do. And you toss it, now nah, that ain't going to work. I don't got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that <laughs> and we, we look at these things and, and God give, gives us solutions but we want this supernatural thing we want, we want to find a check in the mail with, from you know, somebody that's going to bless us we want that, that hallelujah handshake for somebody to bless but, but God will, will operate in your life when you manage the ideas and you manage your, your talents and your resources and God will bring increase like that You know, your, your, management, your management ability is important to God. Why? Because God designed man to be a manager. Adam was the first manager. We, we see in, in Genesis 2.15, the Lord, God put man in the Garden of Eden to take care of it and to look after it. Why was he there? He was there to manage it. Then in Genesis 1.26, this has kind of been our, been our theme scripture for the year. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion. Dominion means to govern, to reign, to, to lead. And what's the last one? To manage. 
So management is part of, of your, 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 the call of God in your life. Management is part of your purpose. And for us to be terrible managers in life, is, is for us not to fulfill the very reason why we are here. We are here to manage the earth. We are here to manage something on this earth. And because we, we have mismanagement in our life, that's where we have problems. Most of the issues in your life, I guarantee you, are because of mismanagement. If you don't have money, it's because you mismanage money. If you never have time for anything, that's because you mis- mismanage time. If you, you can't control your emotions, you, you don't have any kind of control over yourself. Mismanage self. <laughs> Mismanage relationships. You got no friends. You don't know how to cultivate relationships. You, you mismanage that stuff. You don't, you don't mismanage, your, you, you mismanage your desires. Go to the club, you know, get crazy. Come to church feeling guilty, you mismanage your desires. Mismanage the flesh. Some of you mismanage Facebook. And I'm not saying that you don't update it, it's what you update it with. You know, you mis- <laughs> mismanage that. Talking about all that junk in your life that, you know, I don't understand. I was telling the first, first service, it, it's quite funny to me. Some of the things that people post on Facebook, like the one-liners. You know what I mean? Sometimes, you know... It's like, you know, I can't take this, you know, or I'm tired of this. Can't take this anymore. Just one-liners. So mad, period. <laughs> it's like you want us, who are your friends, to, to start digging into your life and start fishing for clues and what's going on in your life. Just call somebody. Just say, hey, I need prayer, man. I'm having issues right now, right? You're posting that stuff on there. Come on. And if you're a believer and you got a bunch of unsaved friends on your Facebook, they look at you and like, man, this person got more problems than me. I don't want to go to their church. So mad. Can't take this. <laughs> Can't take these kids. I want to post that one a couple of times. But look, mismanagement causes problems in our life. Mismanagement is what brings you into lack. And we, we, we wonder why, why isn't, where's the blessing, Lord? Where, where is this, where did, are we going wrong here? I'm tithing, I'm believing, I'm quoting scripture, I'm praying. But, but why are, are these issues here? It's mismanagement in your life. And for those of you that tithe and just think the declaration is going to fix all your problems, it's just not going to do it. You still, you, you can claim all you want, but you still have to manage your money. I remember my wife and I, when we got married, man, we didn't know how to manage money. I remember sometimes we have $20 in the bank for the whole week. That's scary. $20 for the whole week. You know, and when you want to get a couple jumbo jacks, at, at, you know, Jack in the box. Is that Jack in the box? You know, Jack in the box, you know, that's not going to leave you a whole lot of money left. But we just didn't know how to manage. So we had to increase in our management ability to take on more money. And as we got better at it, at it then the more money came. But, but check this out. Um, you know, if you want more from God, manage what you have at the moment. Luke, Luke, or Matthew uh, 25, 23 says, You have been faithful in handling the small amount 
amount. So now I would give you many more responsibilities, okay? You've been faithful in handling this small amount. Jesus is saying that. So now I will give you many more responsibilities, okay? If you are faithful in the little things, you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be dishonest. You won't be honest with greater responsibilities. So if you can't miss, if, if you mismanage small things in life, small responsibilities, small resources, you will mismanage big things. Why, if, if, if I'm God, why am I going to bless you with a whole lot more to mismanage in your life. God is a manager, okay? Adam is not, God puts Adam in the, the garden to, to manage it, okay? God is a manager. But why is God going to give you so much more in life when you, you, you got a mess in your life? Can't manage anything. It's just more to mismanage. It doesn't, doesn't make sense to God, Right? And, and this, is, this is what we, we have to understand because we're spiritual folks here at church. We love God. We love our Bibles. We love our scriptures. We love singing. But the, the, the children of Israel were not going to be able to praise their way into the promised land. They weren't going to be able to pray the giants out. They weren't going to be able to declare the giants out. They weren't going to be able to speak in tongues till they got out. What they were going to have to do was put themselves in a place where the situation became manageable enough where God says, now I can release this to you. Now, with these scriptures... It's like, it's like this. It's like, why, why, are, why do we think when we have more in life, we're going to become better managers, right? Who you are right now is who you're going to be when you have more. You may not have, have thought about it like that because some of you are like, well, you know, when I, when I make more money at my job, I'm going to start budgeting. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create a budget. No eating out, you know, eating out once a week. Um, you know, no, no more, you know, wasting money on, on shopping. You know, and, and you're, if your wife is a shopper, she's going to shop more when she starts making money, right? If you like to eat, you're going to eat more when you start making money. That's what happened to me. You know, that's, that's what happened right here. You know? But who you are right now is who you're going to be when you, met, when you have more. And th- this is a little bit of dating advice. You know, is it all right if I talk about that? Is, he, is, it, I just, is it okay? Because we got like two people. I don't want to make sure this is all right. Can we do this? You know, some girls, you date some dumb guys, you know. Just, <laughs> that boy can't manage his anger. He can't manage himself, can't manage a job, can't take care of business. He's not going to manage a family. I mean, wake up. I mean, come on. Really, you, you really think that the day that you say I do, that he's going to be a little angel and all, all of a sudden he's more patient and he's got his stuff together. He's going to be able to hold on to a job. He's going to be a better, you know, budgeter and everything. And, you know, his mom's not going to have to take care of him. Do you really think that's going to happen? Now, some, some of you dudes, you're going out with some crazy girls. I, you really think that girl that is all emotional, unstable, 
Always checking up on you, wanting to know where you're at, wants to know who you're with. You think that that stuff is going to stop when you get married? You're lying to yourself. You are, you are lying to yourself. You, you need to look in the mirror and slap yourself, you know, because that, that's just never going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Look at some psycho girls out there. I, I, you know, I, I dated this girl before my wife. They were best friends, too. This is, you know, don't get mad. You know, this is, the Lord gave me an upgrade, you know. You know, that's right. I wasn't married, and she wasn't married, so, you know, it's open game. You know what I mean? But this girl, her friend I was going out with, she was crazy. Couldn't manage her emotions. One day to get, we're together, the next day we're, we're broken up. It was, it was just endless, you know. Just, and, and Pastor Dan warned me. He says, you can have problems with this girl. Like, we got a good thing going on, man. You know, you, it's, it's going to work out. But I didn't listen. And she, this girl couldn't manage her emotions. Drove me crazy. I'm telling you, you, you think it's going to get better? Don't just go out with somebody because you like the same restaurants, you like the same food, because he, he watches The Notebook with you, you know, and Dear John, and all those other silly movies. How do they manage life? How do they manage situations? How do they manage crisis? Pay attention to those things. So let's, let's move on. So what, wherever you feel like you are not progressing is where there needs to be management. Exodus 23, 29 says, I will drive them out before you little by little. It's not happening all at once. Little by little until you become fruitful and take possession of the land. So it's interesting to me that God allows the inhabitants of the land to hang around in their promised land until the right management steps in. That just goes to show you how important it is for, for, for God to, to not bless you when you have no ability to maintain the blessing. God would rather allow some obstacles in your life to be able to hang out in your life, some resistance in your life, some issues in your life to hang out there instead of putting you in an unmanageable situation. The the reality is some of you, if God was to, to give you the vision of God that you have, your dream right now, you would ruin it. That dream boy dream girl you can't manage it now so we we have to understand is what does God tell the children of Israel he says until you become fruitful and take possession of the land Genesis 1 says be fruitful that's where where we see fruitful again be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and, and subdue it and have dominion so God is 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 saying here that the more fruitful you become, the more increase you can have. The more fruitful you have, the the more fruitfulness in in your life, the more multiplication. God will give you more to manage by your fruitfulness. What is fruitfulness? God isn't talking about having uh, children here, okay? Or the only thing. But fruitfulness is, is being productive. If you want to manage more in your life, and you want to take dominion, you want to get, get, you want to progress to the next level in your family and, and, you know, spiritually, financially, your, your career, you have to be productive. 
You have to be productive where you are right now. You have to be productive in the place that God has you at right now. What else is, what else is, is a fruitfulness? Fruitfulness is growth. Fruitfulness is growth. God says, until you become fruitful, I won't give you the land. The, the problem is there wasn't enough of the children of Israel around to be able to take on the whole land. So God was waiting for there to be growth, for there to be increase. Be productive and grow. Grow. Learn something. Do something. But just stop praying for God to do everything for you and start get, get busy, start getting busy doing something, being productive. Wherever it is that you want to go, wherever it is that you want God to promote you, be productive there. If you want a promotion in your job, then pre- be productive there. If you want a promotion in your finances, then be productive there. Work it. Grow in that area. Learn something about finances and then watch God bring the increase. You can't manage your family. You can't manage a family if you're not productive. It'll never happen. And just like God wanted to keep the weeds and and the bush from growing, all these things from growing in the land, when you're not productive, things grow in your life. And they grow wild. And you can't manage the blessing. Wherever it is that you want to see growth in your life, work it. Learn something. Do something. Because when when you are able to be fruitful, the more you grow, the more you're fruitful, the more you have. As the children of Israel grew in numbers, God took out more of their enemies. And they grew some more, and then God took out more of their enemies. And they kept growing and they kept growing and they kept taking on more land. But they had to be productive. They had to keep working. They had to keep growing. And this is where we're at today. Some of you, you, you are... You have a dream, you have a vision, you have things you want for your, your family, you have things that you want for yourself. The problem is you're not productive anymore. You're not fruitful. You're not working at it. There's areas of your life where you were, you were striving for, but you got discouraged. You stopped working that thing. You stopped being productive. You got discouraged. You, you, you left the plow. You just kind of sat back and said, it's probably never going to happen. It's too hard. But this, is, this thing takes work. This, this the, the promise of God is going to take work. You own it. It belongs to you, but you, you have to work this thing. You have to grow into this thing. You've got to work. You've got to work, and you've got to work to maintain the blessing of God in your life because it's that big. It's so big. The promise land was so big. It was so big for them, just like the promise is so big for you. You have to have the right support system to maintain it. I want, to, I want you to just stand with me. We're going to just pray. Some of you are, are here. You're not even serving the Lord. Your life is right now is being managed by sin. Your life's being managed by things that don't need to be managed in your life. Maybe, you know, you're, you're here. You're, you're managed by what manages your life is your addiction. 
It's managing your life right now is drugs. It's alcohol. And God wants to break those addictions in your life because they're, they're destroying you. And it's not until you allow new management to step in that God can give an upgrade in your life and take you where you need to be. Some of you are, you're good people. You're not bound by, by drugs. You're not bound by these addictions, but you know what? The, the, the thing is you're, you're managing your life, your way, not God's way. Thank you for downloading this message. For more information on our church, visit us at www.cwcsj.org.